You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show podcast, episode 187. You can find information on anything referenced in this episode at thejoyjunkie.com slash 187. You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show, your source for getting your shit together in love and life. Wouldn't it suck if I really talk like that? I'm Mr. Smith. I'll be hanging out on the show with you guys. So without further ado, here's your host, life coach, speaker, all-around badass, just happens to be my beautiful bride, Amy E. Smith. Ugh. You got your phone organized I'm there? like, fuck this iPhone right now. <laughs> it's... Totally glitchy. Mr. Smith has a phantom iPhone. It does. It just starts like cutting and pasting things and I can't have no control over it. So he, I'm like, someone has control of my phone right now. He has this really in-depth file folder that he keeps of all of his would-you-rathers because he's that kind of an awesome sidekick. Because I'm organized like that. And he found like this great reservoir list of would-you-rathers and like went to town. But his iPhone's been acting up and doing all this rando stuff. It just cuts and pastes and switches over to other things. And I'm like... It just shuts an app and then opens an app and then have you ever done that pc anywhere where somebody can come in and like yes. come onto your screen and how weird that is it's yes. like somebody's operating my screen it's like that oh my gosh Ugh. time for a new well fern. it's time for a new fern welcome guys oh yeah hi Pius. oh yeah we're talking yeah. Oh, to people yeah. today <laughs> Welcome to the show. I'm really excited about this topic, and it's something that's been coming up a lot in the classes that I teach with my students, and we're going to talk about how to accept yourself, and accept is kind of in quotes, like what we kind of throw around haphazardly in personal development, like you need to accept yourself. And we're talking about A-C-C-E-P-T, not yeah. E-X-C-E-P-T, right? That's right. Okay, I'm just making it clear. Accept. Yeah. Accept yourself. <laughs> Accept? Yeah. <laughs> Without being complacent. Okay. So there's this whole kind of idea that if I love who I am, then I won't want to make any goals. I won't want to move forward. So we're going to unpack that a lot today. Mm, okay. So I think that should be very, very exciting. But, you know, as always, we got to we gotta kind of warm it up and warm up the mics. Because, They're not warm yet? Because that's a thing. Because they're not warm yet. That's not a, even a thing. In order to warm them up, we would have to do... Would you rather... Exactly. So, would you rather have a constant milk mustache? <laughs> <laughs> I really like how you say a mustache. <laughs> That's how you have to say it that way. <laughs> or a constant black eye. Oh, but I think for... <laughs> this is so funny. Um, I, it would for sure be the black eye for me. A black guy? A black, a black eye. Oh, a black eye, yeah. Okay. Because I could... Okay, first of all, the milk mustache. The mustache? <laughs> so, first of all, I'm, I try not to have too much dairy. So there's... And I also find milk. Like the whole... I, I just find it nasty. Like drinking another mm. species milk. Do you imagine like sucking on a teat and getting milk? Uh, sucking on a teat. No, I don't. I just, I just don't like the whole, like that, I'm just against it. 
I'm really against it, okay. except for an ice cream <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> and cheese. Like, that's the only wow. thing I... Those are two great exceptions, by the way. But it's like they're hidden. It's like the grossness of milk is hidden inside. It is. Anyway, but I'm saying with the black eye, I, with my stellar makeup artistry skills, I just even the other side out and I got a nice smoky eye. Oh my gosh. So or you could just cover it up, right? I could easily cover it up because I've got mad skills. It's hard to cover up a milk mustache. <laughs> And everybody would be like, you got a little, you got a little something. Everybody would keep saying. And I would appreciate you having a milk mustache, though, because. <laughs> Why would you appreciate that? <laughs> this is so stupid. Because I don't want people to think I beat you. Oh, I see. Right? So it would be self-serving. But every though. time we kissed, it'd be like a little milky. Yeah, I'd be like, yeah, well, yeah, and everybody would be, oh, you got it. No, it would be like, you know, like tattooed eyebrows. It would just be there. Oh my gosh. But then you would have then you would have also that really interesting situation that happens with like when you have food in your teeth and only certain people tell you and right. everybody else like just lets you look like an ass hat. Just running so around you, with a milk mustache. If you were running around with a milk mustache, <laughs> <laughs> And you would get really clear about who had your back in your life, right? So that would be a benefit. That's true. I, w I would rather have the milk mustache. Just, <laughs> just like, Well, you already have a mustache. Right. I just like saying mustache. I know. It's clear. <laughs> oh, my God. We have a whole show to do. Please don't leave, everybody. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I would choose the black guy. You can let us know what you would prefer. Uh, cruise over to Instagram. You can find me under the handle at the joy junkie and let me know. I am always posting about the pod and we would, we would love to hear from you. This one's funny. I love that you don't tell me ahead of time because then I can have my real, real response. I don't know what the topic is today. I usually don't. Yeah, I know. We, and then you always have these amazing segues that look really planned. Ooh, but, yeah. But it's not. That's because I'm your sidekick. That's right. That's Best sidekick ever. Ever. All right. So let's talk about how to accept yourself without being complacent. And of course, I've got some step-by-steps and things that you're going to do to help help unpack, the, unpack this and uncover this, how it relates to your world and your triggers in particular. So here's the common issue that I see all the time. Tell me if you can relate to this or if you f feel this way in any, in any regard. I get a lot of kickback from students or clients who, when I tell them you can accept who you are or you can love who you are and still attain specific goals or you can still go after things. Like for instance, I have a, a tool that I call If This Then That that I use a lot of times in my workshops and things like that. And it's this idea that instead of saying something like, if I gain weight, then I'm an asshole or if my kids are ill-behaved then I'm a horrible parent it's just taking that first statement and saying like if my kids are ill-behaved they're ill-behaved if he doesn't love me he doesn't love me if I gain weight then I gain weight and one of the responses is if I speak to myself like that I am going to be complacent I'm not gonna try to lose weight I'm not gonna continue to do online dating I'm not gonna work on my parenthood so I thought, my God, this really needs to be addressed because that does not have to be the case. We're actually talking about two different things. Two separate issues, yeah. We're talking about 
goals that you want to achieve. Like, I want to lose 20 pounds. I want to start dating a little bit more this year. I want to start my own business. That's a set of goals versus how you speak to yourself as you go along that journey. Because Mm -hmm. a lot of people think, I have to motivate myself by being a dick. Like, I need to look in the mirror and say, God, you're so fucking gross in order to get me to want to work out. So you have to be like a, like a drill instructor. Right, right. right? Like, you maggot. <laughs> right. That's exactly. I, 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 wow, I, stop. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> but I'm serious. A lot of people really think that. That if I love who I am, if I accept who I am, that must mean I'm accepting and settling for my current set of circumstances. Right. So the first thing I want you to do, because everybody is going to have a different definition of this, all of you out there, I want you to really think about what do I make up self-acceptance means? What do I make up that self-acceptance means? Hmm. Okay. Because I want you to get really clear. Do you have that negative or disempowering belief that if I accept myself, then I'll never achieve my goals or then I'll be complacent or then I'll never make headway? A lot of times we make up some kind of truth about what self-acceptance means. Like then I won't want to go after my goals. Then I won't, I'll love myself so much I won't care about losing weight. Yeah, I, those are hard to separate. You know, it. Uh, yeah, that's a difficult to do. I'm excited to hear more. Yeah, so what most people do, so check in with yourself if this is resonant or if this sounds familiar. Most people say in their head, they make up that really accepting themselves as is right now equals I'm settling from my current set of circumstances or my current circumstance. I see. So you're saying you can, um, you can, you know, find that self acceptance and and um, and love for yourself, and that'll actually help you get the goals that you want easier. That's right. Or you'll enjoy yourself getting there anyway. That's right. Like if you picture yourself at point A right now, okay. So let's let's use the the idea of. Let's use weight because, okay. you know, newer, new year, new you, everyone's sure. like all about getting fit and healthy, yeah. right? So you're at point A. Let's say you've got 30 pounds you want to lose. And you are on your way to point B where you are 30 pounds thinner, okay, lighter, right? So through that journey from point A all the way to point B, you can decide to love yourself right now and still be on your way to point B or you can be a dick to yourself the entire way you're to point B. And then you still won't love yourself after you've lost 30 pounds. That's right. Because once you get there, attainment of that, one of two things happens. Either you don't get it and you're extra mean to yourself because you didn't attain the goal or you do attain the goal and you're still not fulfilled because you hate yourself Mm -hmm. and you're such a dick to yourself. So what I'm saying is how you speak to yourself dictates the quality of the journey. Mm-hmm, it doesn't mm-hmm. dictate if you can or cannot accomplish the goal. Gotcha. We see all the time people accomplish goals being motivated by fear, self-loathing, 
or self-love and excitement and self-care and acceptance. You can be motivated. You can put whatever you want in the fuel of your car, right? And you can still get to your destination. Your ride might be fucking bumpy or it might be smooth. So we're talking about the difference between how you journey to that goal is what I, you know, that's what I'm really talking about. Okay, cool. I understand now. All right, cool. We're clear. We're clear. Clear. All right, so (laughs) (laughs) number two, I want you to really start opening your mind to this new concept. Because if you've held a specific belief about what self-acceptance means, which again, not to put this on you, but most people think it means I'm going to settle for my current circumstance. Okay. I want you to try on a different idea. Try on a different concept of you do not have to love your circumstance in order to love yourself or to accept yourself. We can kind of use those interchangeably. Okay. Both of those things can exist. So for instance, a lot of times we in our minds will make up things that have to be kind of an either or. Either I love myself or I don't. Either I'm grateful for this job or I'm not. Um, I, whatever, whatever the case may be, we make these sort of absolutes. So we do it in things like if we're really unhappy in our job, like really not happy in our job, that must mean I'm ungrateful that I have a job to begin with. It's like, no, 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 no. You can be super grateful that you have a job and unhappy where you're working. Mm-hmm. Both think, of those things can exist. I think there's also there's also a roller coaster within those two. It's not black or white. That's right. Like there might be a moment in the day where you're like, "This job is shit." There might be another day in your in your uh, another time in your day when you're like, "Wow, it's the best job in the world!" Right? Like there's a that's right. You can it's little micro pieces instead of exactly. black and white, one or the other. I mean, you see this a lot of time in your parenting, right? So you could be furious with your child because he, you know, used crayons all over the wall and you didn't stop loving them in that moment, right? So we're way more versatile as humans to think that we can only believe or feel one thing in each moment. Yeah. So how this relates to going after goals or accepting ourselves is – you can choose to accept and love who you are now and still want to lose 30 pounds. Yeah. Still not love being heavy mm-hmm. or not love your current job and Preach. still be still be looking for an alternative career path. Yeah. And love who you are. They don't have to be contingent on the other. On the other. Got it. But mm. we think that we do. We think that, oh my gosh, well, if I love myself, then I'm never going to go after that job. It's like, no, no, no. You're going to go after that job and you're just going to enjoy the process a lot more. Uh, you know, I, I actually think the opposite. I think if you love yourself, it makes it easier to go after goals and do things like you're more confident and secure in yourself and all those things. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I couldn't agree with you more because you have this passion behind yourself and you kind of have this like you can do it and it's okay that you've been residing in a career or a job you don't love that's all right 
you're going to get this, we're going to go after this, and you kind of have this more pep talk mentality instead of you're worthless if you don't, you never accomplish what you want. You you know, that makes your job way harder. Sure. You have a lot more to overcome. Sure. But I think the biggest kickback that people have in their minds is that they know how to motivate themselves from guilt, fear. Uh, you know what I mean? That's their go-to for it. That's right. So uh, even though even though it's uncomfortable to talk shit to yourself all the time, it's familiar. You know, it's like staying in that relationship that you fucking hate. But it's familiar, so you stay mm-hmm. because you're scared of the unknown. It's the, it's the comfortable discomfort, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like we know how to beat ourselves up. We know how to motivate ourselves from fear or guilt or telling us how shitty we are. So the idea of changing that, especially for high achievers, people who have gotten a lot of degrees or started their own companies or have really been ambitious in their worlds and they've done it, through berating themselves the entire time, the idea of changing that motivation is terrifying because you think, I've accomplished all of these things in my life by being a dick to myself. But what I need you to remember is all of those boxes you've checked off, all of those things that you have attained have not led to happiness. Mm -hmm. And all you do is create a new box to check. Because like we were talking about just a second ago, you you arrive there, you've checked off the box, you've accomplished the goal, and you're not fucking happy, so you have to create a new one. Right. And it's never enough. Yeah, that's I've totally been there. It's never enough. So another thing that I want you to understand about, about this concept of switching a belief, like if you've always believed accepting myself means complacency, let's say. I want to give you kind of an extreme example of changing a belief structure. So for instance, if you think about people who have broken free from a cult, like that's a very stringent, dogmatic type of belief system, right? It's extremely rigid. Anyone who has ever broken free from a cult, the very, very first thing that had to change was they had to begin to question their current belief. Mm -hmm. They had to go, wait a minute, maybe this isn't right that I'm abiding by these really stringent dogmatic rules. Maybe... Maybe Maybe there's another way. Maybe maybe there's something different. Yeah, and it's just like you start picking the corner off the page, like, wait a minute, this doesn't... Now, that is exactly the same thing that happens with any type of belief. I use that as an extreme example because we can we can relate to that. We see people who broke out of cults yeah. and they had to start questioning. So if you've had this idea that, okay, if I really love and accept myself, then I'm never going to go after this goal. The first step is to start questioning if there could possibly be another way to motivate yourself. So that's why when I say try on this concept, I mean just start questioning. Like, what if I could? What if I could get from point A to point B and be kind to Mm -hmm. myself during that journey? What if I was actually more motivated to get to point B if I was kind to myself? So... The concept is I don't have to love my circumstance in order to love myself. That's great. That's what I want you to commit to looking at throughout this entire week. Now, where you're going to look for that 
is as it pertains to your particular triggers, the big areas of your life that you tend to berate yourself the most, you tend to be the most mean. So I want you to ask yourself this question. This is number three. Where do you try to motivate change by being a total ass to yourself? So Hmm. like we've been talking about, maybe it's your body. Maybe it's your work. Maybe it's your career. Maybe it's parenting. Maybe it's relationships. And maybe going after a new relationship, you are a total ass to yourself about your past. Like, let's dwell on your past. Let's dwell on all the shit you did wrong. Like, that's really going to help you cultivate healthy relationships going forward. (laughs) Like, come on. So I need you to really identify. That's number four. Identify your biggest trigger area. Okay. Right? Just for the just for our purposes of implementing this as you go through your next week. And look at what am I specifically saying? What do I what do I beat myself up about? And then you I want you to start using that idea of, hey, you do not have to love your current job. You do not have to love the tumult that's happening in your relationship. That doesn't mean you can't love yourself. That's, yeah, that's great. So that's an option for the rebuttal because we will have these influx of monologues, dialogues, however you want to look at it, that are happening in our mind throughout our day, largely triggered by those major potent areas where we're uncomfortable. And then we go into all this like uh, uh, spiral. We need to stop it and change that conversation. All right. So I guess the question I have for you is, it seems like the things that make up our self-esteem are things like weight, where you are in your career, what you've done with your uh, relationships. Those are the things that you've kind of molded your identity your identity around Mm -hmm. so how do you separate your identity of who you are and loving yourself from those pieces that you might look at as who you are yeah yeah well you we aren't only a handful of things we're kind of a sum of all of our parts all of our characteristics all of our experiences, mm-hmm. all of our behaviors, but we oftentimes are really acutely focused, on, focused on one or stuff. two things okay, that gotcha. we say, I in in order to be a valuable human, I have to achieve this. Or Got in it. order to be lovable, I need to have a marriage or a relationship, right? So the idea is I can value all of these different things in my world. I can be really into accomplishing various goals in my career or have certain health goals. And I don't have to attain them to be valuable. I, I attain them for my self-fulfillment. I attain them because I care about them, not because then I'll be a valuable human. So I'm, I'm okay. actually going to give you... Number five, I'm going to give you sort of a mantra to use Mm. as you look at these various triggers where you tend to say, I can't accept myself because then I'm not going to make any momentum. Right. Right. You took away my segue. I know. (laughs) Well, you know, I really, this is really important to underline because it's not something that we can necessarily 
completely alter within like a 30 minute podcast. Sure. And it's actually something that I dig into really deeply in Deep Down and Dirty, The Tribe, mm. which I should mention to you guys, by the way, this week is the last opportunity to get in on The Tribe with the $200 off early bird price. And we've been filling up. And those of you who don't know about this, this is my biggest, most robust, comprehensive, transformational program that I've ever created. It's what I take my one-on-one clients through. And then I've also created the tribe version, which is a group coaching immersion. So we go through 12 weeks of content, 12 fucking weeks, and it's a deep dive. So it's funny because I get a lot of students who are like, I thought you taught a lot and gave a lot of information on the the pod. I had no idea how much deeper I could go. That's what I was just thinking about. I'm like, gosh, you get so much from the pods. It'd be so easy just to live in the pods. Right. But there's so much more. It's crazy how much more there is. It is a lot. And it it creates a really life-changing experience. It sounds extremely cliche, but it is not uncommon that my students say, this class changed my life. Like, imagine if in four months' time, you could say, like all of these students have said, I am not the same person I was four months ago. And I can't even believe how I'm addressing things and standing up for myself and saying no and establishing boundaries. Mm -hmm. And I understand my core belief systems. And it it really is incredible. So if you're interested and you want to join us, space is limited because we do live group calls every single week um, as a community. And because of that, it would not be fair if I took like hundreds of people. But we talk about this stuff. We look at what is self-acceptance and you get tons of my tools and worksheets and and support around untangling that and looking at your specific triggers i mean we spend two full weeks on fear two full weeks on beliefs we do self-love worthiness communication boundaries saying no Mm -hmm. developing a soul tribe like how to create a community around you and then finally we we cover off a maintenance plan. Like, how do you continue your trajectory? Because I'm not interested in people being dependent on me. I want them to be able to actively craft their own happiness. But it's, I mean, it's, uh, of course I love it. But I would encourage you. (laughs) No, I created it. Of course I love it. Of course I love it. But go to thejoyjunkie.com slash tribe and you can read all about it. Or you can also find a link in the show notes page of today, which is thejoyjunkie.com slash 187. You'll see a little bit of information there. But if you're interested, like I said, this Thursday, January 26th, is the last day to get early bird. On the 27th, it jumps by $200. So you definitely want to get in before yeah. then. Yeah. And it's it's a, it's the cost of like a, a few nights out on the town. Sure. So well, it's the a other matter thing of I'm thinking priorities. about is, you know, we have this kind of magic pill mentality in the Western culture. Yeah. I think it's, you know, worldwide, but here especially, where we're like, I, this 30-minute hit, that's good. I'm good with my self-development, mm-hmm. right? But in the grand scheme of things, four months is a magic... That's, yeah, you know, to, to create a, a really change. short amount of time to make that kind of change. That's right. So it's, four months seems like, oh, that's four months. But it, if you really think about it, like you have the rest of your life if four months is all it takes to really get a hold of some of these things, like that's nothing. I know. And it's amazing how fulfilling it can be to have all these other people that are literally from all over the world 
who are in the same boat in as the you. Same boat, and it's yeah. immediately as like a soul tribe. It's That's why you call it the tribe. Yeah, it's really <laughs> awesome. It That's really awesome. is awesome. So if you're interested, again, you can find everything you need to know at thejoyjunkie.com slash tribe. And, and we do talk a lot about emotions and triggers and how we're feeling about things. And, you know, it's, it's awesome. Somebody told me you're equal parts uh, kicking my ass and holding my hand. It <laughs> <laughs> was really cool. That's and in, a, in the last a, round. cool image. The last round of the tribe, I had somebody who said, you know, we were kind of wrapping up and saying our goodbyes. And she said, I have grown more in these 12 weeks than I have in the last 12 years. And these are avid pod listeners, you guys. So, and I've had people say like, oh yeah, I liked your teaching style on the pod. So I thought, oh, this might be a good next level. Wow. (laughs) I really (laughs) underestimated, right? Like it's really, really a lot more in depth than I had ever anticipated. So nice. It's not for everybody. I get that. It's totally not for everybody. But if you're like, fuck, 2017 has got to change. I am done just oh, reading a book here or two. I need some serious accountability. I need structure. I need people in my corner. I need like-minded spirits. Then nice. it might it might be perfect opportunity for you. And there's also payment plans. There's payment plans that make it really feasible. And it. I'm not sure if these will still be available, but I have created an opportunity to add two highly discounted one-on-one sessions with me to your course package. Nice. They may or may wow. not be available by the time this show airs, but it just depends how much we've sold sold through. But anyway, if it's if it's for you, it's for you. If not, I just love having you guys hang out here, but I just want you to be really clear about if you're playing small and if you need to push yourself. Nice. Yeah. So, let's go into number 5. I want to give you this mantra sort of a formula for you to work with. So like you were saying, it can be really challenging to separate how you feel about yourself from the goal you want to achieve. But I want you to start doing that through your self-talk. So you can use two different options. You can use the mantra that I'm going to share, or you can kind of go back to that new belief we're trying to change that I do not have to love my circumstance in order to love myself. That's a mantra of its own, yeah. Right. So you can use that one if you want. So by the end of this pod, I need you to decide on one that you're going to use, okay? So the second option is saying something like, I love and accept myself and I'm working toward fill in your goal. I love and accept myself and I'm working towards losing 30 pounds or I'm committed to starting my business this year or I'm working on my relationship or I'm committed to communicating better with my spouse. Fill in your goal. Now, if you can actually say, I love and accept myself without a crazy amount of kickback from your <laughs> your inner shit talker, yeah. do it. Like I'm at a place now where I can say that. Like I can say, I love myself. I accept myself. You're beautiful. You're competent. You're smart. And I believe it. But that's also been well over a decade of immersed in personal growth. Right. So I I find sometimes that that's like A to Z for people. So if we 
if we go to A to B, I want you to use something that I call progressive language. And we've talked about it a few times on the pod. I always talk about it in my workshops. But it's a way to speak to yourself saying like, we're on our way or we're getting there instead of just saying, I am enough or I love and accept myself. So if you use progressive language, it would sound something like this. I'm learning to love and accept myself Mm -hmm. and I'm working towards fill in the blank. Or I'm committed to loving and accepting myself and I'm also working toward blank. Anything that's saying like I'm on my way to loving and accepting myself, I'm committed, I'm exploring what it looks like to love and accept myself and I'm working towards X. So what what we wanna do is in that statement and in the one I gave you earlier, both of them untangle the goal versus how you feel about yourself now. It's two totally different things. So with your self-talk, you need to untangle them. So that's why saying, and I'm working towards this goal, mentally, you're telling yourself those things are different. You get to love yourself now and you get to work towards this goal. Got it. Which is kind of a recipe for amazingness Hashtag amazing. Because you get to accomplish that awesome thing that you're ambitious about and you get to like yourself along that journey. It's a win-win. That's right. So please be sure to figure out which, where in your life you tend to be the biggest ass to yourself. Because when those times come up, like maybe it's in the carpool line when you drop your kid off at school, you tend to go off about how horrible of a parent you are and how uninvolved you are in all of the the kids' activities. That might be one of those times where you say, listen, I am really working on loving and accepting myself and I'm working on embracing being an awesome parent or I'm working on how I want to be involved in my child's life. Mm Whatever it happens to be, you just have to switch up that narrative. Yeah. Because that narrative never, ever, ever fucking leads to happiness. It might lead to a goal, but it doesn't lead to happiness. And that's what we really all want. That's true. So, any final thoughts you might have about this? No, I think I've said my piece. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, I'm hoping that this is helpful. It was just really on my radar. You know, it was something that it's been coming up in my classes as a legitimate fear, particularly, like I said, for the the, the ambitious, the overachievers, the ones sure. who are used to. I can totally see that. I think, you know, it, it's also good that you have given that progressive language. Yeah. Because, you know, you, you and I and people that we're, you know, around for the most part are already at that level where they've accepted that yes, I yeah. am lovable, I am you know competent, right. whatever it is. Whereas you may not quite be there yet, you go, oh, I'm working towards that. Like it's a it's a way for you to get there with and believe it. Right. So I, I appreciate that. Cool. <clears throat> yeah, it's been one of the most eye-opening, helpful things that I get feedback about all the time. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. oh my God. Because we see all these mantras and memes on Instagram and Facebook that are like, you are worthy, I'm valuable, I love who I am. And it's like, mm. that feels like such a lie. Yeah. So if you're at that point where there's so much kickback, like liar, 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 that's not true. 
you can always kind of trump or refute that statement by saying, I'm working on loving who I am. I'm exploring what it looks like. I'm on my way to self-love and, mm. and self-acceptance. Perfect. It's way more palatable. So anyway, would love to hear what you think about today's pod. And again, if you really want to make sure that you dig in deep for the next round, round of the tribe, I'd be honored to have you. Please do it this week so you can get the savings. I mean, you could do it next week and I'd make more money, but I'd rather, <laughs> I'd really rather you get in on the savings. And uh, I do, just a little note on that, I get, Almost all of my students will say it was the hardest thing for me to make me important, Mm -hmm. you know? So even just the purchase, the sign up is already a huge statement about, no, I do matter. I do value. Taking time for myself is something I'm working on, on adopting. Great. And so they're all in the same boat. A lot of them are like, it was so hard for me to actually push by and they also say I was scared shitless so if that's you you're on the right track so yeah. come hang out and join us thejoyjunkie.com slash tribe if you want in and I think that's it we will see you around these parts next week here is to loving and living your most badass life Mr. and Mrs. Smith out out